This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. General Motors announced its first quarter earnings this morning, and while the results are mixed, GM smashed through analysts' expectations. Even though the company sold fewer vehicles and brought in less revenue, it cut costs nearly 9% and dropped another billion dollars to the bottom line and more than doubled its profit. Wall Street was expecting GM to post $1.11 per share in earnings, but GM earned $1.41 per share. And that kind of upside surprise almost always pushes the stock up. And so far this year, GM stock is already up 19%. Daimler announced that it's pulling the smart brand out of the U.S. and Canadian markets. And all we can say is, what took you so long? That car has been a sales disaster from the first day it rolled off the assembly line. Last year, Smart sold fewer than 1,300 cars in the U.S. So far this year, they've only moved 230. And that's probably why last month Daimler agreed to essentially hand the brand over to Geely, make it electric, and move production to China. Speaking of dropping models, Auto Forecast Solutions reports that the Cadillac XTS The best-selling passenger car in Cadillac's lineup will go out of production in September. Cadillac always felt that the XTS was wrong for the brand because it brought in older buyers. But dealers wanted the car because it easily outsold the ATS, the CTS, and the CT6. But GM is closing the assembly plant in Oshawa, Canada that makes the XTS, so they're giving it the heave-ho. The Chevrolet Impala will also go out of production then, because it, too, is made in that plant. Automakers in the U.S. will announce their April sales tomorrow, and the experts are a little bit mystified about what the results will be. Sales could be down, they could be flat, or maybe even up. Here's the problem. March sales came in far stronger than any analysts expected, so they're not really sure what the underlying demand really is. Wards is forecasting that automakers will sell 1.3 million vehicles with the SAR coming in at 16.9 million. Last year, Toyota announced plans to equip its vehicles in the U.S. with dedicated short-range communication, or DSRC, the connected car technology, was supposed to start in 2021. But now Toyota is ditching those plans because it needed more support from other automakers and the government to support the 5.9 gigahertz spectrum for DSRC. The rest of the industry, meanwhile, is headed to 5G and cellular V2X technology. Here's another issue. States, counties, and municipalities would have had to build out that DSRC infrastructure, while the telcos, the telephone companies, will pay for 5G and cellular because they can make money off that technology. You know, if you drive a Jaguar or a Land Rover, you can earn cryptocurrency while you drive. JLR wants drivers to share info about road conditions, traffic jams, or potholes, which will be automatically provided to navigation providers or local authorities with JLR's smart wallet technology. Drivers will earn credits, which can be used to automatically pay for tolls, parking, or electric charging. 
you know, with so much data being created by new vehicles, automakers are trying to find ways to monetize it, and it could be worth a fortune. FCA is partnering with Google Technologies and Harman, which is part of Samsung, to create a new connected vehicle ecosystem. FCA's Uconnect infotainment system will use a new cloud-based platform from Harman to power connectivity and offer a number of services. Uconnect will also be powered by Android, which will provide new content with over-the-air updates. The new platform will offer 4G connectivity. It's homologated for all regions and will integrate with any service provider around the world. The new platform launches in the second half of this year and will be offered in all FCA vehicles worldwide by 2022. Okay, coming up next, I'm going to give you 166 million reasons why Tesla's retail model is flawed. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. You know, I think Tesla made a strategic blunder by passing over franchise dealers and trying to sell directly to customers. As a result of that, 12 states have banned sales of Teslas, and nine other states greatly limited how many company stores Tesla can have, usually five or less. And there's a bigger problem. Tesla has saturated the markets where it can sell cars. Anyone who lives in California or travels there will tell you the state is literally crawling with them. They're everywhere. And that's why Tesla desperately needs to open up its market in those 20 other states that have banned sales or limited how many stores it can have. Collectively, those states have a population of 166 million people who buy more than 8 million new cars a year. That's a huge chunk of the market that Tesla is largely missing. No doubt embracing the franchise dealer system would be a bitter pill for Elon Musk to swallow. He wants Tesla to be a disruptive and different kind of company. But wouldn't it be better to simply swallow your pride and double the size of your home market? I think it is. I'd like to hear what your thoughts are. And hey, don't forget to join us for Autoline After Hours this Thursday. Gary Vasilash will be hosting a who's who roundtable of auto analysts, including Stephanie Brindley from IHS Market, Brett Smith from the Center of Automotive Research, and the one and only auto extremist, Peter DeLorenzo. It's going to be a great show, so mark your calendars for 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.